Lifestyles Empowerment Podcast. Also, I'm host of the test. If you didn't know, I'm a reverend. I have been for the last six years. And today, we have a wonderful, exciting, amazing guest, Rosalind Rogers, who's going to talk about her life, her testimony, her journey, and also some kind of very special mission she's on right now. So I want to say welcome, Rosalind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for it. Thank you. Great. So we're just going to dive right in. And if you can tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. So I live here in Atlanta. I grew up, born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, where all my family is from. I came to Atlanta about six years ago, uh, hoping to bring my brother dream to reality. And once we got here, I've been here ever since. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So um, when did you first encounter God? Oof, I found <laughs> God at a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know the background that everybody go to church with their parents, and mm -hmm. then you know once the parents get you there, you kind of get stuck there. But growing up in the surroundings of being under the spirit and the anointing, I stayed and you know been there ever since. Oh wow. Yeah, and everybody's journey is a, a little bit different, but we'll go now. You have um, a very special mission that you're on now. Can you tell us about that? Yes, um, my mission right now is to protect and to save our young ladies from teen years on up in domestic violence. It's something very powerful in my spirit, and as many times as I tried to walk away from it, God has redirect me in another path of some form of this is where you need to be at. Mm -hmm. So when, when did you start this or when did you know you had to do something? Like, wh like when the spirit's tugging on your heart and you know you can't say no anymore and you made this vision into uh, fruition, like made it into a reality. Um, I will say about, I want to say about 2014 is when I started moving towards the, the vision harder than ever. Um, I been knew it was on my heart. Uh, I want to say about 2010, I started to have visions and started to dream of what I needed to get done. But by the time 2014 came, because at one point, I think one form of fashion, we all kind of go through, it's a vision, it's a dream, we're not going to touch it. But then I, I want to say about early to, uh, 2013 is when I started getting very clear pictures and I started having different women come up to me. Um, I started talking to other people about my experience. And then I woke up one day and said, okay, this is not something that you need to continue to hide, especially having four daughters of my own. You don't want them to go through it as well as if you could prevent other women, you need to say something. So 2014 is when it, became on paper as well as visions. Mm. And I guess that's a tough thing. And obviously if God is putting people in your path, like people randomly coming up to you asking, and I think probably one of the big things is with domestic violence is, you know, you don't say anything, you don't tell, or it's a shame factor that a lot of probably yeah. people, and I say people because I don't believe it's just women that endure. Okay. I think men endure it as well. And it happens to both both sides as well. What's the most common question that a lot of the people that uh, follow you kind of ask? What's the main thing that they want to know about? 
how do you leave? Mm. That's one of the main questions. How do you leave? And that's, and that's, I guess, a really tough call because you know you have to, but you also have to do it, I guess, in the right way as well, depending on what type of person this is, if they have narcissistic tendencies, if they're, you know what I mean? And a lot of um, individuals, even, even if you're in, and unfortunately this happens even in the uh, Christian world, I believe, a lot of people will use religion to, to suppress someone. And you have to be submissive to me. You have to, you know, which is not really what the Bible says fully, right? Right. Right. Husband and and wife and and that sort of thing. But let's jump in a little bit. And I'd just love to hear, and I I think our audience would love to hear as well, your testimony. Okay. So, yes, my testimony comes from kind of going back what we talked about earlier i've always been in church i went to a christian school and at one point in time i came across a guy who had every dream look that you wanted uh at the same time i sat under a woman pastor at this time and you know we were taught you are to be married and once i became married i started to realize a lot of the situations i'm gonna back up for a minute I saw a sign before I got married, but when you are not educated, you don't know what the signs are. So overlooking that, I did get married and I ended up having children by this man. And one of the biggest things that started happening was minor hits, minor things. And going to the pastor at the time, you know, you Again, you believe that you're supposed to, things that go in the house, you stay in the house and you pray about it, it's going to get better. But there's truth be told, that's, that is a protocol. You do need to pray about it. But you also got to realize when is, it's time to get out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time to move on. And, you know, as time went on, it's just started to become a reality and a vision. This is not going to work. You have to get out. And one day I just woke up and said, hey, God, can you help me? And mm-hmm. I ended up getting out. But it took some time before I got to that point. It took a lot of falls, a lot of bruises, a lot of ups and downs. And finally, I got to that point with the strength of God, mm-hmm. and I moved on. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it's not something that just happens overnight. You can't no. just think it, pray on it, and the next day you're free, no. right? No. The, there no. is a journey um, that you go through. But I think with anything, any situation, I think there is that transformation that happens um, that because I think you get a lot of people that talk to you, too, and they say, why, God, why, why me? Why did this happen to me? You know, but yeah. with you, I think you took this um, this thing that happened and now you're helping other young girls, young women like women in relationships and saying, Hey, I, I, I didn't just read a textbook. I didn't just go to school. I have book knowledge. I have life experience. So then that way you can actually really help them. So with, with, um, fighting d- domestic violence. So you have uh, www.ladieswithclass01.org. So is that somewhere where people can go and find out more information or they can message you there? Or, and you also have a group on, on Facebook as well, correct? Correct. 
Yes. Um, Ladiesmcclaire01.org, you can get information, you can get knowledge, you can uh, message me. Uh, my direct cell number is there. Uh, you can look up different classes, different events that we have. And uh, one of the, our goals is always to educate our women. Mm. Uh, you can be in a situation and don't know you in it because lack of education. So on that website, you're going to be able to get education. You're going to be able to get messages. You're going to be able to get just general inspiration, um, a daily um, inspirational word that's going to help you through your day. Because sometimes, you know, we wake up and we just have those days and just something positive will take you to the next level. You will get mm -hmm. all of that there. Uh, the Facebook group that's coming up is more of a no more topics. We're going to be mm -hmm. talking um, every Saturday at high noon and we do it at high noon because we do high noon tea and we're going to speak on different topics of no more uh, monday through friday is always an inspirational word on okay. the no more topics and so that's pretty much what that is there okay so with the saturday at noon is that eastern center time or is it a different uh time zone it's um um, Eastern time. Uh, okay. High noon tea is at four o'clock. For those who don't know, okay. So yes, four four p.m. Yes. Okay, so four p.m. Okay. Just so then that way people aren't on there waiting and then nothing's happening. So right. <laughs> I, right. I, as I say, just from where I'm at and. Uh, uh, you and I believe are in the same time zone, but not everyone is. Sometimes you could be right. five hours ahead. Sometimes you could be an hour behind. Sometimes there's a three hour difference. So now I know to clarify just to make sure that, <laughs> that everybody right. knows what time to, what time to come. So if somebody's in a situation right now, or say maybe newly, newly dating someone, what are some of the signs that you should look for? I'm happy you asked that. Uh, some of the signs that you want to look for is a person moving too fast in a relationship, especially in newly, um, newly dating. A person who just, hey, oh, I think we connect really well. I want you to meet my mama. I, I want you to meet this person. And all of a sudden, you done met their whole entire family, and it kind of took the focus off of them. Mm. So, you know, and that's something that as single people you you're so excited to meet somebody you don't look at the small stuff you're so busy introducing me to everybody i haven't got a chance to know you mm. so always remember that's the first um i, I call my five purple flags okay. that's my first flag mm -hmm. and my second flag will be once you got into this person that you're dating and all of a sudden, you're like, hey, I can't do this with you today. I'm a, um, I normally hang out with Erica for the day, whoever that is. And all of a sudden, that person like, well, I was hoping we're going to spend time. I already made plans for us. Mm. That's something you might want to look at. Because in a nice way, he just isolated you. He just controlled your daily plan. And he just made it about himself. So what you normally would do with Erica on every Tuesday, you no longer doing it because all of a sudden he always got a plan for that Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So you want to watch out for that. Um, the third one is controlling your behavior. Um, if you normally on the phone with your sister, your homegirl, or you normally running out to the Nelson line with them and all of a sudden, Oh Lord, we're going to pray for this one. Uh, if you, I do apologize about that. If you're trying to run to the nail salon with this person mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, Hey, you know, I'm going to take you to the nail salon. I got you. I want my baby doing nothing on her own. So I got you. It mm -hmm. sounds sweet, 
it sounds innocent, but again, it's a sign of control. It's a sign where, mm-hmm. okay, you need to be in control of everything that I'm doing. Yes. We don't need that as humans and as individuals. Everybody need that little space and time, whether it's a new relationship, an old relationship, mm-hmm. in the marriage, you, you have to understand what's here for us and what's a break time. The other one is when you start to become a blame and a threat in the same sentence. Mm. Meaning, mm-hmm. hey, I would have been out with my boys today playing ball, but because I had to take you to Nellery, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. This don't make no sense. You know, next time you just ain't getting your nails done. I'm going to just don't take you. Mm-hmm. And reality of that statement is this. I can really take my own self to the nullary, but you chose Mm -hmm. to take me. And every time I try to take me, you want to take me. So that just eliminate me moving on my own. Mm -hmm. Now, because there happened to be a time that you want to play basketball with your boys, Mm -hmm. I'm in your way. So it become a control blame threat. It's your fault. I can't do it, but I'm controlling you and I'm threatening you not to let you go no more, which leads to bigger problems. Mm-hmm. The last and not least um, of the purple flags that I deal with is verbal, physical, and sexual violence. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get the last part confused, sexual violence. If you're in a relationship or in a marriage, there is no such thing as sexual violence. Wrong. Yes, there is. When you start to get to the point that you realize what's going on and you're like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I'm going to take my own self to the nullity. I, mm-hmm. I just don't want to wait for you to finish playing basketball. I'm going to take myself there. Mm-hmm. And then when you got that person, you get on my nerves. I hate you. You always want to do something. Then it now became a verbal situation. It's verbal abuse. Uh, when you're not listening to that person no more and you're not giving them that opportunity, it becomes physical. Mm-hmm. What became verbal and physical that day, it tends to lead to that night because as humans we're emotionally hurt we're upset our heart is broken especially if it's the first time we don't really understand it so we tend to lay down at night hurt and upset and crying um a man feel like oh i'm gonna make this better in my sexual desires but we're saying no because we're still hurt and then it become a force of it Mm. and then whether you're married in a relationship or not the minute you say no, it becomes rape and it becomes sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. And those are my purple flags that I tell people about. Watch out for your first five signs. Um, if you can identify the first one, the first two, you probably won't get to the last three. Mm-hmm. But if you're not educated and you're not identifying the first one and then it went to the second one and now you're in stage three of it, Nine out of 10, you're going to see four and five because you don't understand it. So I always say in the beginning, look for that first one moving too fast. When a person just wants you to, hey, you, it went from staying the night to meeting everybody to moving in. And you don't even understand yourself why you're moving, especially if you got your own place. And all of a sudden you just, you might want to take a step back and look for my outside eye look on top mm-hmm. of that situation. Why do you want me to move so fast? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one of the things I always say, if you can identify the first purple flag, you can spare yourself from the last four of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to identify it because 
you got to also remember people in this line of field that do things in domestic violence, they got a trophy and a rain check in this already. Mm-hmm. They know how to lay it down. They know how to ice on the cake. They, so you have to just be mindful. And the biggest thing of it is just being educated in the field. Um, it's nothing wrong with just going up to a seminar and just to see what's going on. Uh, how do domestic violence come up? Um, mm-hmm. You know, just being educated I can't express that enough. Just educate yourself in the field. If you educate yourself in the field, nine out of 10, you will not become a victim. Mm -hmm. And you brought up a lot of good points because even like just listening to you, there's so much there, even with those five purple flags, like I say, what people um, doing with, with keeping you busy and not getting to know them. And do you find some people are just so, either so lonely or so desperate, which is an extreme word, but they're like, I need a man. I need a, I don't care who he is as long as he's whatever. And then it's like, I'd rather be with someone and say, I've got someone than be alone (laughs) and have no one. Uh So, and unfortunately jumping in that way, I don't think is always good. And I think then they're not fully empowered and know who they are or know who they are in Christ to say, okay, if this person, whoa, you know, you're, you're going a little bit too fast for me. And if you want, like I say, if we're meant to be together and it's in God's plan, then it'll all work out. But as I say, yeah, meeting the, because most guys don't, take you to the parents until <laughs> near the end. Right. Right. Oh yeah. No, but you brought up some, some good points of being distracted and the same with number two, with trying to be controlled because they do, they, they want to, and very similar to narcissistic where they want to control you. They want to isolate you. Cause if you hang out with your friend, then you're going to, your friend is going to be talking to you and now they have somebody mm-hmm. else in your ear and that may kind of um, break that illusion of, you know, hiding what there is and say, you know, that guy, he's not so on the up and up, you know, or right. hey, you know that guy, I saw him around the corner with, you know, Sheila right. and Joni and whoever mm-hmm. else too. And he's a player, right? But you're no, mm-hmm. no, no, you can't, that can't be true. You know, he tells me he loves me and we're meant to be together and I'm going to do what it takes to hang on to this guy, you know, and, or, do you think they kind of see some signs, but they just kind of brush it off? Like you said, it starts with mm-hmm. like little hits or it starts with devaluing. It starts with discarding. I'm going to play basketball with the boys and you can just stay at home and wait for me or the same, like devaluing you like, yeah, I'll take you to the nail salon. Well, no, I'm going to play with the boys. So now I can't take you because you need to go to the nail salon, but I want to play with the boys. So it's your fault, even though it's not your fault. And like you said, you can take yourself to the nail salon. But then again, that shows if you can take yourself to the nail salon, then you're showing independence, which is what Correct. they don't want. They want codependency or dependency on them only to provide okay. you. So you mm-hmm. can't eventually, yeah, you'll not see your friends anymore. You'll not see your family anymore. They'll support you because you should be at home and then you don't need to be out working. You don't need to be out like this. And then, and then because when do they start as I say and then you're going to see someone and it's like oh a black eye again oh I bumped into a door I bumped I fell on a coffee table I how many excuses can you come up with before people (laughs) will know 
where I identify. And and that's the part that kind of come with the, um, with the isolation. It's like, like what you said, you Mm -hmm. you be really, when you're really good friends with somebody and you might've been around that person for a long time Mm -hmm. and that person may identify with everybody else can. And it's like, Hey, I know this is, Joe came around, me and you just real far off. And at that moment, that person is like, you think so? And it's like, yeah, mother, we used to go lunch every Thursday. We missed two months already. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, now she got that third eye open because now she sees something not right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he's on the back end of it. Oh, if you wasn't out there discussing my business, because nine out of 10, you go home be like, hey, you know, she feel like me and her not spending enough time. If you're not discussing mm-hmm. our business and it goes right back to that circle, mm-hmm. it's your fault. You shouldn't have told her our personal business. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking to her about stuff that's going on in the house? And in your world, it's real innocent. No, we, we normally do this. And, you know, she just was pointing out to me what we don't do. Mm-hmm. And, and you just made him angry. Exactly. And then it's like, oh, I'm not going to say nothing no more. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, time done went by you. You you done lost more friends than you can imagine. Uh, mm-hmm. Co-workers not talking to you at work no more. And all of a sudden, you become self-centered. Mm-hmm. And you become self-blamed. Self-blame mm-hmm. start to come in the part where you start to see the stuff going wrong. Mm-hmm. But because he done told you it's your fault so long, now you're self-blaming. Well, they don't talk to me at work no more, maybe because I stopped talking to them. Mm-hmm. Erica don't talk to me no more, maybe because I stopped calling her. And truth be told, it's kind of just like that, mm-hmm. but you des- um, you created a circle of selfness. And that's, like you say, our um, prayers, they need self-centering mm-hmm. because there's only nobody else that's going to come in to identify yes. the wrongs that's going to make you look up for the light. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the biggest things that I have learned is God. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you got God in the midst, you become wrong for that as well mm-hmm. because it's this is going to sound a little crazy, but in the Bible, our God don't want no other God before thee. We are to serve mm-hmm. him. Amen. Yep. So true. Right. Now, mm-hmm. when it comes to a domestic violent person, mm-hmm. they kind of got that same image going. I am the God. I am your God. You can't serve nobody but me. And if you think about it, that's how we know it's wrong right there. We can't mm-hmm. serve you and serve God at the same level. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. So when you start to hear certain stuff that come out of their mouth, Again, if you're not educated in it, you'll think it's okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that was kind of one of my personal downfalls in my first mm-hmm. uh, marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't understand the difference. So, again, I always tell people education, education in domestic mm-hmm. violence, um, education in teen domestic violence. Um, I know there is men that go through domestic violence and I even teach, you know, um, Hey, educate yourself mm-hmm. with women, domestic violence. Um, it's not something I specialize in. It mm-hmm. is something that I touch bases on once a year with, mm-hmm. but I don't specialize in it because mm-hmm. I do know, like you said, just as well as women go through it, men go through it as well. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's doing something to educate a lot. No, but you're exactly right. Like education is key. And that's what a, po- a lot of people need to know. Because if you can do, obviously, it's best to be educated as a preventative before you even go into a relationship. But once you're already in a relationship, at least it helps you identify. And you, you really um, touched on some points like the person having a God complex. But I mean, uh, the Bible also says you can't serve two masters. Right. So there's only one master. Right. And obviously, too, they take um, they 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 take like ownership of you. They want to cause strife and separation with your family, with your friends. And like you said, hey, I'm not going to call them because they're not calling me. Oh, well, if she's all with her all man and she can never make it anymore. And we used to do every Thursday, obviously, if she picks him over me. And I think that's what happens because the the communication is cut off that person doesn't know so it's whatever kind of seed is ruminating in their head that's kind of what they're thinking then well she aren't not going to talk to me i'm not going to talk to her and then that and then the friend that like where did my friend go they're not talking to me anymore but they don't realize it's from that situation that this right. person is care and then probably the man is saying well you don't need her She's not that good for you anyway. She's just a third wheel, whatever, whatever it is to kind of downplay that person and that friendship that they, they didn't really have any value to their life anyway. You only need me and that's it, right? Everything you need, you got me. And then they can go around bragging rights. I got my man. We're going to get married. We're going to like, you know what I mean? Like yes. all this stuff. And it's the show. Like, regardless of what's happening behind closed doors, the show out front is, look at me. I'm not single anymore. I got a man. <laughs> I'm happy. <Yeah>. I'm, <laughs> exactly. you know. And, 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 and that's just how it goes. Mm. It really does. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's really how it goes. Um, you know, when we, when we want people to look at us, we want to have the all-together life. Mm-hmm. All-together here is scattered here. Yes. And and that's and that's when the um the shame come in at mm-hmm. because you have portrayed this together. Yes. And now that you definitely need the help, you don't know where to start at to get the help. Exactly. Because you the shame. Let's start mm-hmm. the shame. And it's like I really want to tell somebody, but you scared because this is the same person that you has been building up so high mm-hmm. until you, you will even get some people that will look at you a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. What's she talking about? She just said the man did all this good stuff yeah. the other day. And now what mm-hmm. is she talking about? Yeah. So you, sometimes you have to really be careful the way you build people up. Exactly. Because that same person you done mm-hmm. built a high mountain you mm-hmm. need to tell the truth for now. Yes. And you got some people looking at you sideways, some people looking at you crazy, mm-hmm. but you still got that one friend who said, I knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> say, I don't so think I told you so. Yeah. And they, and they know, and they know, and then of course they're going to brush it off. You don't know what you're talking about. No, we're happy. We're wonderful. But yet every time you see them, they got some new jewelry on. And you know mm-hmm. why they got the jewelry? Because that's for oh. that black eye. That jewelry is for the, that cheating yeah. on you. That jewelry is for whatever. It's tight. The best you know. it is. And <laughs> all the above. You, you know, yeah. and, and that's another thing. I'm happy you brought that up. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times, 
of other women. Um, and, and at one point, I went through this myself. Mm-hmm. At one point, other women comes jealous mm-hmm. of what the next woman had. Yes. And we're so focused on, oh, here she come with a new d- diamond bracelet. Here she come mm-hmm. with a new pair of earrings. Here she come with a new fur coat. Mm-hmm. We're really not looking at, hey, did you notice although she got that fur coat? Did you know that she all of a sudden just started wearing all this makeup? Yes. Those are the things that we don't focus on because we're mm-hmm. so busy looking at the cover-ups, the jackets, exactly. the cards, the jewelry. And mm-hmm. truth be told, now sometimes in the innocent world, you just have a husband who loves you and, and mm-hmm. flaunts you. Yes. No problem. But when you're dealing in this world, in the domestic mm-hmm. violence world, you, you're looking at all the stuff that's being given and mm-hmm. are we not? And the reason why I say we, cause I, I was a part of that person at one mm-hmm. point, you really don't look past of what no. they have. And, and I tell somebody really quick, if you really trying to struggle with a person who's getting a lot of new things and she's proud about them, but you got that person who's getting a lot of new things mm-hmm. and she barely talk about them. Mm-hmm. that's one of your purple flags mm. she has those things but she's not happy about them that's why she's not oh look at my new di-. no because in her world you don't know what i went through for this bracelet and you dare not to wear it because that's another fight so you mm-hmm. have to wear it and we look at them as trophies of curses that person look at it as a trophy of i made a happy again after i did mm-hmm. what i did yep mm-hmm. and so it kind of goes just what you said, you know, people will broadcast the good things and the luxury that comes. But oftentimes as women, we don't look past the pain of another woman. We just see the mm-hmm. shield and we're upset that we don't have. But what we don't understand is we shouldn't be upset because we don't understand what they're really going through to get these, these products, exactly. these prizes, these, I call them aftermath gifts. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're really doing. No. And so, you make it, you make a great point because that's what it is. Cause people all look in, look at that fur coat, look at that ring. Oh Lord, I wish I just had what she got, but they don't want to go through what that person went through to get it. They just want the superficial. They just want the ring, the earrings, the anklet, the diamond bracelet, the, you know, it's all material stuff, but they don't know what, you know, whether she has to wear it because he's making her or she got it as a gift because, you know, she, she was pleasing to him or that, you know, she did it as like a, I don't say a, a badge of honor, but you know what I mean? Going through what you have to go through, you know, got Mm -hmm. a beat on episode or got this or got that, or the guy is fine. But once he starts drinking, he's another person or there's like all kinds of stuff that, that there's a whole world. And obviously we could do a whole series on this because my specialty is with, um, and I've done a few shows this on, on this is on narcissistic behavior, but then also my counseling is on more so for abusive relationships, right? For rape right. and things like that. But because it's it's much different when you're dealing with someone, and as I say, this is the thing that people don't want to talk about. And of course, the mm-hmm. enemy is going to come after you with your thoughts. Don't tell anybody. Don't do this. They keep you isolated. And it can be a very lonely world, even though on the outside, they're mm-hmm. all looking at you with all your stuff, all your things. Oh, yeah, he's got a new car. He's got this. He's got that. You know what I mean? But really, it's the 
the the stuff and and i i like to write a lot so as you're talking i'm also taking notes and a lot of stuff the spirit is bringing to me as well and these are things that those five things and like you said hopefully you won't be past one or two hopefully you can go to ladies with class you know org. get some information first before it happens or if you're in a great relationship like a really great relationship but someone who's a friend who's not i think to be a good friend you have to do the education get the resources mm -hmm. and say hey maybe they're too scared to come and go to a group or get help but at least you can say hey i found some resources for you and kind of pass it along and I don't think you should be offended when somebody's in a relationship. Yeah, you've been tight and now you're not. A lot of times they have a life going on that you don't even know about. Even though you're mm -hmm. feeling rejected and you're feeling because then you're just in the flesh. But maybe pray on it. Go to God and say, is there something that in the spirit that I need to see? Or is there something that I need to do? Or how can I help this person? Or it's there's just there's just so much that we can talk about i um because it's already been going so okay. well but i really want people to go to your website go you know as i say friend you on facebook if people want to do that yeah. i shouldn't put it out, out there unless i ask you first but if she oh, says so it's cool. okay we'll we'll add the links when we do the description and stuff like that but if people have any questions you can message rosalind and then she'll yeah. lead you where you need to go and she'll help you with the steps which we're not going to talk about yes. today but she'll lead you with the steps of what you need to to do so if you've identified and said hey a light bulb went off this is something i really need to get out of then she can help you kind of go the next steps and i believe mm -hmm. probably everybody's situation is a little bit different so there's not one bad yeah. answer for everyone no <laughs> you know no so so when would you say is the time to to leave i will tell everybody <laughs> That is a very crazy and hard but good question. It's crazy because any time that you're not in a comfortable situation, it's time to leave. Mm -hmm. However, depending on who you have at home that has you in the situation is when you have to make a perfect judgment time to leave. Sometimes you can be in a situation at home and it's like, when he goes to work tomorrow, I'm going to reach out to somebody and I need to get up out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, you might have that situation at home and you go and broadcast and you know what? I'm tired of you. I'm out of here, but this is already a dangerous and violent person that can set a light bulb off in them and mm -hmm. you won't make it out that moment. Um, uh, oftentimes, uh, with domestic violent cases of uh, the opposite person who was killed is more because they, they went out and, they don't plan it accordingly. And, you know, I was even a victim at this point um, in time. I had worded it out. Hey, I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I, I want out. I'm leaving. And I really went through a situation trying to leave. Mm -hmm. But I'm sitting here with the blessings of God because I still have my life. Not everybody's able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I always say leaving a domestic violence situation is like planning a trip. Mm. Educate yourself. Yeah. Follow the protocol to leaving. Protocol is not just getting up, leaving. 
if you have the chance to do that and that person is not in the home mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to walk away safely by all means if you and i tell everybody you know when it's time to leave mm -hmm. uh if you are in a marriage and this has never been physical and this is just verbal abuse there is steps in that protocol as well mm -hmm. um you might want to reach out. Let's. What can we do together as a team? Let this person know that your words is hurting me. And if you love me according to the Bible, you wouldn't do this. What can we do? That's mm -hmm. one way. But if yeah. it's already physical, you're already being hurt. And behind closed doors, you know you're wearing makeup because you're covering the bruises. And we don't only get bruised in our face. I, exactly. I, from personal experience, yeah. I had covered makeup on my arms from bruises mm -hmm. on my arms and my legs. If you are already in that stage, it is not a good idea to say, hey, I'm leaving you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm done. That is what you call planning for a vacation at that moment. You now need to reach out. You need to connect with uh, ladies with class, any domestic violence program out there. Mm -hmm. You need to connect with somebody, even if it's a friend. And you need to start labeling things, telling people. And you need to start doing stuff little by little. Hey, when your friend come over, oh, um, she just made a pair of jeans. Inside that little book bag, you might want to be passing out a couple of outfits for your kids, a mm -hmm. couple of outfits for you. So when you do get the opportunity to get up and leave, you're not leaving with bags. You're not making it known no. what you're doing. You, you want to move in silence. But again, the answer to your question is everybody individually know when it's time to go. Um, mm -hmm. I don't never want to mislead anybody and just a simple situation in a marriage, mm -hmm. not always domestic violence. No. Um, so I always say if it's verbal, that is something that we need to make a plan to try to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong with getting your husband, your boyfriend, your fiance involved in a counseling situation. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're saying stuff that's hurting me and I yes. don't like it. Um, communication is everything. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past, you had put your hands on me and I could see some things that's coming back where I thought we got over is coming. Um, I, and the reason why I say in the past, not all cases turn out to be horrifying. Um, we're all entitled to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. There has been situations that I came across and it's really not a domestic violence situation. You're angry, that person angry and hits a pass. Mm -hmm okay what can we do so we don't get back to this level especially when you saying i always love my wife i always love my husband she's admitting that this has never happened and your pity five client mm -hmm. that you don't even know how that is something that you can possibly help mm -hmm. as long as two parties are willing to get help it's possible but a person will know when there's no help to this this cannot be worked on I need to plan my vacation. And I always say plan a vacation because you mm -hmm. never want your person to know what you're doing. No. Hey, plan a vacation. Um, mm -hmm. Start talking to somebody. Start moving in silence. Start praying. Ask God to lead you out of it positively. Ask God to show you the light. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I will say is do not, do not just go in the house and say, hey, I'm, I'm tired of you and I'm leaving you. Please do not do that. That is not a protocol. That is a, good way to set somebody off to a third way degree because at that point they realize they no longer have power over you they no longer have control over you you are no longer um self um quarantine mm -hmm. and you are no longer 
out of missing with people. At that point in time, if you do that, they now know you have been talking to somebody, you have now been educating yourself, you has mm-hmm. now reached out, you, I, you don't need me no more. Mm-hmm. And I'm mad that you're leaving me. So the yes. first thing in their mind is, I'm going to hurt you, if not kill you. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, when that light bulb go off, that's what they truly set out to do. So again, please plan to leave. Mm-hmm. Do not just walk in the house and say, I'm going to leave. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Do you find it more difficult with, with a female that has, that has her vacation plans, but also as young children? But they're also at the age where if you tell them something, they're going to tell... <laughs> Right. You know, um, mommy's planning a vacation. Right. <laughs> We've been paying yes. back our clothes. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, We're, um, you don't never want to do that. Um, okay. Even if your children are old enough, you mm-hmm. do not want to tell them. Um, what I mean by old enough, if you are with teenagers that are 14, 15, and 16, mm-hmm. and you, you got younger children, you might need their help you might want to start educating them. Yes. Um, what a lot of times is really hard saying is sometimes we will have a child in the mix of that circle, regardless of what daddy is doing, is right in their eyes. Mm-hmm. That's that child that you do not tell anything to. You just move that child with the flow. Your younger children, mm-hmm. uh, and again, this is part of education. Um, there is a link on LWC to, um, to teach you how to deal with young children. Again, that is something that you want to start planning. Um, if you know you got three little kids, one, two, and three, and you know you have to make a move, that's when you start planning accordingly. You already mm-hmm. got your bags out. You've been doing this little by little. Um, if you have to wash clothes outside, sometimes you, you might want to put that little extra bag outside by the trash can mm-hmm. at night and call one of your friends, hey, there's mm-hmm. a trash bag outside with a blue mark on it. That's my bag. Yep. So when that person do give that little bit of space, hey, I'm going to take the kids over to the store. Mm-hmm. That's your opportunity to go because you won't have to worry about getting clothes, pampers, and, because no. you've been already making the yeah, moves. And the person and, doesn't um, see you taking anything out. So there's no suspicion more. raised, right? And the kids believe they're, they're just going to the store. <laughs> yeah and it really does um mm-hmm. i would say make copies of birth certificates and social security cards um mm-hmm. if you depend on how deep of a situation you're in yes. you have that person that holds possession of that mm-hmm. because they yep. know starting over is hard so they hold it as a possession this is you can't go nowhere without this mm-hmm. well guess what in that planning process i gotta go to the doctor office especially if you got little kids and i need to bring this Yes. Okay, I'm going to drop you off. In mm-hmm. that time zone, mm-hmm. hey, can you make a copy for this? So when you're giving him back those documents, mm-hmm. you already done put that second set somewhere safe. Yes. So again, when you're moving, and that's why I say it's a planned vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you, It's no way you could kind of walk out the front door no. with all this stuff and this man don't think you're leaving him. Mm-hmm. It, it, it puts up purple flags. But if you yeah. plan it, and assort, you're good. Um, it's really hard when you got older kids because they don't know how to keep their mouth closed. Like I said, you got one child, no matter what daddy do, daddy is the perfect person. Mm-hmm. And especially if daddy have never hurt the children yes. and make it even harder. Mm-hmm. And as the parent, you still have to separate being a bruise 
being a mom, being a wife. You have to separate all of them. You have to separate being a girlfriend. You still got children by this person. So you have to also identify yourself as not painting a picture for your children that make that person into a bad person because you're still mom. You don't want to put that horrifying story there. That's something for them to grow up and to, in some cases, they already saw it. Let them have their own vision of it. It's not our job to say, he's a bad man, he did me wrong. Mm -mm. You're painting a picture that God is going to answer in some way, form, and fashion. Mm -hmm. Don't become the bad person with that person. Yes. So sometimes you just got to withhold that information from that child and mm -hmm. just move with the flow. That's wow. all we can do. Play in the court. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? And even if you have to get maybe a friend, pick your kids up from school or uh, something oh, yeah. like that, but have a plan, have your plan, you know, set up. And obviously you can guide people or adjust them or whatever town, city, state you're in. There are other programs probably available that are close to you, yeah. even mm -hmm. if it's a shelter or it's somewhere that you can take your kids for a couple nights or, you know, I know mm -hmm. some shelters, they don't allow the the males to come in there. It's just the females right. only or females with their children. That's it. They have a safe place and it's guarded. You're, you're safe until mm -hmm. they can find a relocation or whatever kind of stuff uh, needs to be done. Wow. It's, this is, um, it's, uh, it's emotional, emotional um, podcast because there's so much that's in it and people that have suffered any kind of physical, emotional, verbal. So as I say, it's not always just a punch in the arm or the thing because mental abuse and verbal abuse worst. take much longer to heal from than maybe exactly, you know, it, it does. Um, it, it's, it's, it's very emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, you you will have a hit. Makeup can cover that hit. Yes. And you can look yourself in the mirror and you can say it's going to be better. Mm -hmm. But mentally, depending on how you got that hit, yes, it becomes nightmares. Mm -hmm. um, it make it hard to move on. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody becomes guilty mm -hmm. of what's going on. And what I mean by that is, um, I speak for my own self, when I transfer from an abusive marriage mm -hmm. to a well God-given marriage, I went through some phases in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it's because that mental abuse was still there. Yes. It doesn't go away overnight. It do not go away um, two, three years. It Sometimes it, it can stay there for a lifetime, depending on what part was more horrifying for you, um, mm -hmm. what part was more devastating for you. It can always be... Um, I've been out my situation for over uh, 15 years. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, about 16 years. I cannot tell you at least once every two months, I still don't have a bad dream about something that happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know it's no longer there. Mm -hmm. Or it'll be something very simple. You could be watching a TV show and something in that TV show will yeah. pop. That Just night, triggers. you're yep. all over the place. Mm -hmm. So again, like you say, Mental abuse will goes a long way. It it just does. And I always tell people some things we cannot handle on our own. Once you make it out, 
you do need that counseling. Mm -hmm. you, you need that counseling to teach you how to love yourself again. Because at one point you discover you're mad at yourself. How did mm -hmm. you let you get into this? How did you let this person take you away from everybody? How did you, you and you become self-hated. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't realize they even develop self-hate. Yes. But if you look at the situation that they're doing, all of a sudden, it's like, mm -hmm. she just got out this horrible relationship, this horrible uh, marriage, but she's running around with all these different people. She's leaving her kids here. And that's normally not her. What people mm -hmm. don't understand is she has developed a self-hate for herself. She's angry with herself because of what she allowed herself to go through. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at that same person a couple of years later, oh, I'm so happy she finally calmed down because she was all over the place at one thing. Mm -hmm. I thought we was going to bury her at one point. Yeah. She made it out the abuse, but then she went haywire. It's mm -hmm. not that she went haywire. She don't even know that she developed that self-hate. No. But then when you see her calm again, mm -hmm. somewhere... She yeah. might have got reintroduced or reconnected with God. She found her self-love and she started to love herself. And now she's able to act as a normal person. So that's mm -hmm. the chain that people still don't understand in the domestic violence. Domestic mm -hmm. violence goes so far, physical, mentally, uh, verbal, all of it plays some type of long-term effect to the person. Mm -hmm. It just does. Yeah, and I think there's also the devastation of now taking that mask off. So that mask that everything was happy, everything was wonderful. Now you got to tell these people, no, this guy wasn't that great for me. Yes, you saw yeah. the yeah, you saw the furs. Yeah, you saw we're hang out together, and you thought he bought me all this stuff because we're so in love, and you know I couldn't go to lunch with you because he was taking me to all these dinners and shows and whatever to keep distracted. And I think that's something that, you know, is, is on the mind as well, because now you've put up this persona who is mm -hmm. a facet of you, but it's not the real you. Right. And right. now, but everybody believes and now you got to come clean, repent, confess, whatever, but you've got all this other stuff you're going through too. Um, but then again, um, just jumping a little bit ahead, then what, what advice would you give for somebody that now is free from a relationship, but now has found somebody wonderful, but then those back memories are still playing that same old movie? My advice will be to get counseling. Um, and I'll tell you why. Oftentimes we say, it don't bother me no more. I'm not worried about it. I moved on. Truth be told, you, if you really has truly not moved on and letting go when you can look that person your abuser in the face or talk to that person on the phone and say i have truly forgiven you if you cannot do that if just the still the the mention of that person's name makes you all upset you have not gotten over it you still need to talk about it um when you're trying to move forward sometimes people will lose the person who are meant well for them because they cannot let go of the past. Um, I often do get a piece of paper, write down what you experienced, what you are not going to experience, and what you're not going to accept. Once you can identify the three, looking at that new person, you should be able to share, hey, I have been through this in my life. This is where I don't want to be in my life this is where I'm trying to go at in life. And when they can clearly do that, 
nine out of ten they has really moved on. But if you got a piece of paper and you're stuck, well, I want um, well, he just need to be like um, well, well, what is um? Well, I just want him to have um, um, you're clearly not focused. That means you still have to work on you. So I, my first powerful advice is before you move on, make sure you let go. You can't move on without letting go. It's impossible. If you're still holding on, you can't move on. Because everything that this beautiful person that God has sent you, don't matter what he do, don't matter what he does, he cannot fix it for you because you holding on. Mm. He can't fix it. So before you move on, let go. If you're not going to let go, do not move on. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't necessarily still have to be with the person not to let go. You could be left that person, but sometimes we have children by these men. And every time you look at the child, you're just angry. Mm-hmm. You're just mad. You're trying to figure out why your son cannot understand why you don't want to take him to softball. And it's really because, again, you have to separate it. That child might look so identical of that person mm-hmm. that you don't want to participate really with this child because it's because of you yes. that I went through and mm-hmm. the child have no idea why they're being blamed. And the curse that the child have is I just look like my father. Exactly. Or so, have the same manner mannerisms even or same yes. type of speech or something. Right? Same, yep. And that's something I'm happy you brought that up. That's something that the same mannerism that's in that person could be directly from the father. Mm-hmm. At that moment when we see it is when we need to break it. You need to start getting help on it. You need to start talking about it. You need to start, um, again, counseling. I, I say it over and over again. Um, a lot of people think counseling is bad. It's mm-hmm. not. Um, truth be told, your pastor could be your counselor. Your best friend can be your counselor. The only thing they can't prescribe medication for you. No. But anybody who you trust and will sit and listen can be your counselor. Mm-hmm. But I will recommend you to get professional help coming from domestic violence because sometimes not every listening ear is a good listening ear. No. So you have to be careful with that. But Counseling do, is not developed to tear down families. It's developed to bring and build and strengthen families. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we would think that because we can handle it, everybody can handle it. That's not true. Um, that person who's trying to gift you with a new life, a new beginning, trying to be the person that God sent them to be, you're not allowing them to be because you didn't let go. Mm-hmm. You didn't let go because this child summarized this person or you didn't let go because you just can't forgive. Um, some things I just can't let go of. Um, that sexual um, abuse plays a part in some of this. You know, it was over with us. I told him no that night. He took it. Results of it is I have my last child. Mm-hmm. I don't do much for my last child because you really wasn't supposed to be here. Yes. And again, that's something that you need to break the curse on. You need to get counseling. You need to talk. And if you talk about it, it will heal you enough because despite of how that child got here, you still got to look at it. God make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. God exactly. make no mistakes. So you have to talk. And again, all those are things that a person have not let go to move on. Mm-hmm. 
So before you try to move on, ask yourself deeply, am I ready to move on? Do I love me for me? Can I get by all the things that have happened to me? Mm -hmm. Can I tell the person who has done this, I forgave you, but truly mean it? Mm -hmm. You know, often people say, oh, I forgive you. Soon somebody said that person and you like, oh, that man, get on my nerves. You mm -hmm. haven't forgave that person. Yes. Newsflash, you didn't forgive. Mm -hmm. So always, always before moving on, forgive and let go. Mm -hmm. Talk to yourself, identify yourself, and then try to move on. Exactly. So that would be my advice on that one. Well, yeah, and that's it. I mean, let go, let go, and then let God do what he needs to do. You don't have to worry yes. about revenge. You don't have to worry about payback. You don't have to worry about God has a plan for that person. And God has a plan for you. If God does something to them, if God doesn't do anything to them, it doesn't matter. You just praise God for what, you know, he's going to do in your life and to restore you uh, with the health. Um, so we're just going to jump ahead. So you're, you're LWC going to the LWPC. So if you know what that means, so it's ladies with class going to the Living Water Prophetic Cruise. So you're going to be are. on the Living Water Prophetic Cruise. I'm so excited. Like, if you, if you know, yes. Rosa, we talked for a long time. We talked for like hours. <laughs> but being on the cruise, but that's the thing, being on the cruise. And I think yes. if anybody's listening to this that knows you're going to be there, um, if they can feel wonder, uh, welcome to come up to talk to you privately, oh, yes. if they've got stuff and they want to, they want to, as I say, contact you, or uh, we have your website, ladieswithclass01.org. Um, so then that way they can contact you. But I don't know, this cruise is something God put on my heart. And it's like the same. He's on you until you actually like do something. So it's like, <laughs> yes. you got to do something. You got to put it together. You got to. So it's running. If everybody, anybody's listening, uh, it's April 18th. So that's Friday, uh, sorry, Sunday, April 18th to Friday, April 23rd, 2021 on uh Explorer of the Seas. So we're, we go to actually a private resort, which is um, Laverty, Haiti. Uh, we, uh, we also go to a private um, island, which is Perfect Day at Coco Cay, both owned by Royal Caribbean, where all your food's included, your basic beverages are included. So you can just go relax. I've been to Coco Cay before and it's been amazing. And I've heard that people have gone to, to Labadee. It's like, ah, it's amazing. You can zip line, you can go on a roller coaster, you can lie at the beach, you can go to the lagoon, you can, you know, we'll be doing a ton of crazy, you know, stuff there. Who knows? Like, I'm excited. How excited are you? I'm so excited. <laughs> I already started putting my stuff together. Like, I'm so excited. You're, so you're packing for your vacation? <laughs> I am. I am. For a good vacation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So that that's that's a good way that's a good way to to do it. Um, we'll have the links listed. So um, if somebody is listening now and you know someone that needs to hear this, I know a lot of people say please share, but really. Um, this comes in audio form and a video form. If somebody really needs to hear the information that Rosalind has imparted today, please share this with someone that they can listen to privately, yes. that they can watch when they're there, that there's information there. We'll have links on here as well that 
if somebody needs to hear it, and I believe if you're listening to this now and you need to hear it, you know in your spirit that you need to do something, please reach out. There are people that are available for you that understand what you're going through, that will not judge you, that will help you, give you a plan of action, or even help you before. Maybe you're young, maybe you're a teen, and you're like, I want to get myself a boyfriend. You know, I'm 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 now, 35, 45, 80. (laughs) I got to get, man, know these signs. Some people are late bloomers, but (laughs) you know what I mean? But it doesn't matter what age you are yeah. and some know who you are in Christ. is not always about having someone, you know, have someone who's the right one. But, but if you need to hear this, please share this. Um, you even have another testimony, which maybe I'll have you on for a part two, but how yeah. your life has totally changed and you're not, yes. and you're, you're absolutely not a victim. You're absolutely not a victim. You're a survivor. You're empowered. Sure. And I think there's really a different, being called yes. a victim of abuse or a survivor of abuse, uh, domestic abuse, right? And that's a totally different. And who wants to be labeled as a victim? Nobody is a victim unless you choose to be, you know what I mean? And that's how you right. label yourself. But um, as in closing, and I want to say thank you. I mean, uh, uh, like almost an hour has gone by and it's just flowed. Like, but this is the word I think that's the spirit put on our hearts. And this is, and I knew I had to have you on because people need to hear this word. So whoever's listening, you know, um, right now, if this is you, don't be afraid, reach out. There are people here for you. I'll list the, the uh, Rosalind's uh, website there where you can contact her, email her, and then, uh, she'll give you your plan of action or just even just talk to you if that's all you need. Um, In closing, if you have just maybe one, even though you've given so many already, if you have one nugget of gold that you would leave our listening audience today. Yes. I will leave you with this. Get comfortable with God. Once you're comfortable with God, you will be able to love yourself. Once you love yourself, you'll be able to love others and you will be able to identify things that's not of God that will not be in you, that will not let you be where you don't need to be. Amen. Amen. That's amazing. I just want to do a quick prayer in in closing before I let you go. So I just say, dear Heavenly Father. I pray that your spirit would come upon all those listening here today, that if they know they're in a situation of emotional, physical, mental, verbal, sexual, domestic abuse, that you would come, your Holy Spirit would come upon them and let them know, even if they're blind, take those blinders off and allow them to see what they need to see. Let them not worry about what people think, that they can come forward. They can be who they are. They can know who they are in Christ, that these bondages that they're in right now will be broken in Jesus' mighty name, that the Holy Spirit will come. I keep seeing strongly the Holy Spirit. Let them fill up full and overflowing. Give them a double portion of the Holy Spirit that will give them the strength, give them the wisdom, give them the knowledge, give them the guidance. Because when Jesus left, Jesus left us with that Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit that is in Jesus is the same Spirit that is in us now, that is in us right now, that will guide us, that will teach us. God has 
has not made mistakes. Everybody is perfect. Maybe you were a child of a rape. Maybe you were someone who has continued these patterns. Maybe you're someone who, who does this sin, repeat, sin, repeat cycle where you get in an abusive relationship, you get out and you go right back in and abuse again and you get out and you get in again. Now let this be broken in Jesus' mighty name. That you yes. for counseling, you get the stuff you need, that you'll have the words that you need, that you go for the help. Don't be afraid to reach out to a friend. Don't be afraid to say enough is enough. Don't be afraid to say that these bondages, that this bondage that I'm in will be broken now, today, in Jesus' mighty name, that today your yes, life Lord. will be yes. renewed, that the Spirit will come, that you yes. are lovable, yes. you are a person of value, you are a person that is lovable, that people want to get to know this may be not the person for you if it's not a domestic that it's just maybe yes, you need yes. counseling don't be afraid to reach out and say yes, hey yes. let's go for counseling let's get on the same page let's work yes, this out yes. let's you know let's go back to that point where god has us in union if you are married yes we're married to become one flesh and it's that becoming one flesh that we need to participate where God is always the center of every relationship. God is always there. God is there for you. God will work it out. God will put people in your life because they need to be in your life. But God will also remove people from your life that need to be. Yes. He will take them and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing that you need to be ashamed of. There's nothing wrong with, yes, whatever's the past is the past. Yes, you may have to do a show. Yeah, maybe you did some put some extra makeup on, but God loves you even with a black eye. God loves you even with a, you know, rotator cuff that's been put out. Yes, we're, yes, good, bad things happen to good people, but God always has a plan of action. There's nothing wrong with you that this person has beat on you. There's nothing wrong with you that the person has cheated on you. There's nothing wrong with you. Don't let anyone ever take that away from you. Don't let them believe that you're less then you are and who you are in Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. You know this is yeah. you. You're listening and you know this is you. Now's your time to stand up, speak up, get up and go. Go with the Lord. Go with the Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. If there's something you want to add, if not, then that's fine as well. Oh, Lord, you have covered it all. You know, just what you say, Lord, we just ask everyone it's never a shame moment, you know, just ask God to have his way and please come forth. Amen. Even if you know somebody, Lord, just guide them, protect them and graze them slowly yes. to help, Lord. We just ask you to have your way, touch and agree and cover us all in the blood of Jesus. And your name yes. we pray. Amen. 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 Oh. Woo! Oh, <laughs> Woo! I'm just, Woo! I'm feeling, I'm feeling. It feels good. Yes, it does. It feels good. It feels good. But know, when God calls you, as you say, God, God always picks, and people say, why me, God? Or I'm not qualified. God always picks unqualified people. God always picks ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Yes. You don't have to always be the best speaker. I hated mm -hmm. public speaking. Now I speak in front of thousands of people. Who knew? Right. Who knew? You know, I take a, um, a class right now with that, and yeah. it's like, y'all want me to do what? Mm -hmm. huh? 
Yep. And who knows? Look at this. So, exactly. Yes. And look how your life is. I mean, and the Lord has put on me to, to connect with you. Now we know why. You know, you, you yes. need to be in front of people. You need to share your story. You yes. need to, you know, we need you on that cruise. We need you on that stage. We need you well, to share your there. stuff. You know what I mean? And, and I think even if it was just you, not, nothing against all the other educators because they're all amazing. But even right. I think if it's just you speaking, people will get more value than the ticket price they would ever pay <laughs> to get those bondages broken off to get to see who you are in christ yes to, you know what i mean we have some extra um so this is so this prophetic cruise and it's www.livingwaterpatheticcruises.com not cruise.com but cruises because we're going to do more and one of the next yeah. one okay i'm just going to say it one of the next one coming up is about marriage it's about relationships and it's about single being single <laughs> so that's one thing we're going to get you on too because that's yes. one thing i i find when when we listen we we listen to Pastor, I call him Pastor Rich Recharge, but Ollie Richardson is on every day breakfast with with yeah. Ollie. So if you can, I'll I'll link him below. But if you yes. can connect with him, he's on every morning at eight a.m. Plus he does recharge on Saturday at noon, Sunday yeah. at six p.m. Do you ever notice yeah. he always does it at mealtime? <laughs> you need to get right. fed. It's always at mealtime. I'm like, why is yes. this always at mealtime? <laughs> and we get fed and you are full you're full <laughs> exactly and you do and every day and right now he's going on a series with the with the parables and that sort of thing and he's also one of the gifted uh speakers that will be on the living water prophetic cruise uh coming april uh 18th to 23rd so if you can make it it's not a plug for that it's really about community it's really about a community. It's really about restoration. It's about baptism. It's about prophetic. It's about, you know, it's, 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 it's not, we're not here to sell to you, but if it, if God puts it on your heart that this is something you need to be on. And I think one thing that comes out of these cruises is you can never, um, the, the friendships you make, the bonds you make, the education you get, the life transformative experience that you have, nobody else is ever going to have that. So whatever right. you have in that thing. And I know because once we start, people are going to be like, when's the next one? So then we're going to have a series of, of different events, <laughs> yeah. different things. And I know you love cruising and I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Your, 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 your man loves cruising. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. But, but best thing ever. It's the same because we call it living water because we are on the water and God is the living water. And, and that's what we really need. And nobody don't, don't think I'm not worth coming. I'm not worth being, you know, going on something. I'm not even, even if you're in a, a situation and your partner can come, at least that's, you know, a, a sort of vacation where maybe they'll hear that word. I've seen people break down where the spirit has come upon them and then they realize that what they've been under or what kind of demonic influence they've been under gets broken mm -hmm. and they realize and they're sobbing and they're this and they're that. Or because a lot of times I find with abuse, usually there's always a reason. And most people that abuse usually have been abused. And it's that mm -hmm. endless cycle that keeps happening. It's the same with being in a relationship with an abuser. Mm -hmm. You end up getting out and then going right back into the same thing because you don't feel worthy. So yep. don't always be quick, I think, to jump into a relationship. Right. Get educated first. 
before. Exactly. I don't think it matters what age you're at. Get educated. Sure. I think even yeah. if you, you, you don't need it and it's for a friend, <laughs> you know. What? <laughs> exactly. It works. It works. Yeah, exactly. If it's for a friend, even go on and have a friend. Maybe I think too we'll do a live. Um, if you go to the Living Water Prophetic Cruise on Facebook, we're going to do some, we're going to start doing some live with some of the speakers and people that are going to be on it. And then, then you can be live, interactive. Um, uh, we'll put out some extra links as well. So I, I don't want to leave. I know we have to, but <laughs> we, we may have to do a series, Rosalind. We'll have to co-host and we'll have to do a series. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's just so much of good education. You yeah. know, it's just so, oh my gosh. Oh gosh. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, um, even for myself, you know, um, going into my new marriage, I actually mm -hmm. went and educated. I knew what I wanted, what I wasn't going to deal with. Yeah. And I, let me tell you one, one thing I did change. Mm -hmm. I asked God to send me somebody yes. who was like me. Mm -hmm. Um, first time around I didn't, I just, no. Hey, I want this person. Exactly. But, um, being educated, I was able to ask God for what I wanted and who I wanted. And one thing I knew what we had to have in common was I served the community. I, I served the Lord. Mm -hmm. I serve. I'm a server. So yes. I knew if I didn't have somebody who was going to be serving, mm -hmm. it wasn't going to last. Because yes. if that person don't understand my calling, while mm -hmm. I'm out trying to do, only yes. God knows what that person will be doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know... Like you say, the anointing of God who, and, and I tell you, it's really hard to see the anointing of God if you're fighting it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, once you open up, and that's why I say get comfortable. Once you get comfortable mm -hmm. with God, I promise you, it's, it's very, very easily to do was right. Um, mm -hmm. Even even myself, I have had people say, hey, you has changed even in the last couple of months that I know you. Mm -hmm. You has changed in the last year. And I say, one thing I learned, we ask God for something. It don't happen overnight. There's yes. a journey. There's a process. There's a, a calling that comes with it. And I can say in my own self, uh, in my last year, I can truly say I even saw a real good turnaround. And I already knew what it was from. It was from what I has already been asking for what I've been praying for, what I've been fasting for, um, for the comfortability of being close to God. And hey, mm -hmm. I guess you heard my call. And you know, one thing I will say is that the, the mighty power of God, that's all I can mm -hmm. say, is very hard to explain it. Um, the anointing is hard to explain. Mm -hmm. uh, when you just know, when you even try to get rid of some stuff and you try to walk away and you say, okay, God, no, I don't want to do this. I, I just want to do this. When God say, I'm calling you, there's nothing mm -hmm. you won't be able to do. Exactly. You know, you got to answer. Mm -hmm. You're going to answer. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's been truly amazing. I thank you very much for having me. Looking very forward to the Yes. Very thankful that uh, God has touch both of us because it was really crazy I'm, I'm reaching out for you for the cruise you're reaching out and so you know letting god have his way i'm very thankful and always in the obedience of what god is telling me to do whether it's coming directly or from a third way but i'm always thankful and you know whenever you need me i'm definitely here
Amen. Amen. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Being faithful to God, being obedient to God and creating an intimacy with God. I think really, like you said, get comfortable. So I want to thank everybody for listening today. So if you're online or whatever you're watching, if you're watching on Facebook, or if you're watching on YouTube or you're listening online, hey, throw some, I think we'll do some ocean, ocean wave emoticons so it shows you're riding the wave and and because jesus is and jesus walked on water and we're going to walk on water as well but god is the living water so put those ocean ocean wave emoticons in to show that you're with us that you're going with the wave you're going to go with the flow you know if you can join us on the cruise please do i want to say thank you Thank you. Thank you, Rosalind. You're such a blessing. You're such an amazing and powerful, powerful woman that I hope you know how powerful you are in Christ. It's, it's, it's just amazing. I want to say thank everyone. God bless you. And we'll see you next time.